This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Angela Fazio is an industry powerhouse who has overseen 40,000 homes sold and 9 billion in production. And Kristen Cantrell is one of the nation's most accomplished team leaders, helping thousands of agents build their businesses. They are passionate about educating, encouraging, and empowering moms in real estate. Our next episode starts now. Good morning, everyone. I am Kristen Cantrell. And I'm Angela Fazio. You're watching Moms in Real Estate. And today we get to talk to Christy Newman. She's from Ontario, Canada. She has a great love of horses. She's got a, she's a bonus mom with a stepdaughter. And um, she just has a, we're going to talk about how hard it is to get shit done. That's what we're going to be talking about today. <laughs> so Christy, welcome. Give us a little background about yourself. Hi there. Thanks for having me, guys. Um, so yes, I'm just outside Toronto in Ontario, Canada. We're just getting through winter. Thank goodness. Uh, we've been shut down with this COVID stuff, so it's been a bit crazy. I've been in real estate for five years now, but I've been living that lifestyle my whole life. So since I was 10, my mom got a real estate license. So I've been in the real estate lifestyle um, since a kid. So didn't your parents own a couple of Remax brokerages? Yeah, so my yeah. Uh, my parents bought a Remax brokerage when I was 13, and so I worked there doing phones and cleaning the office, and then uh, they built that up. The, the, the Remax that they bought was going under, basically. There's only six agents left, and they bought it then and built it up to one of the biggest real estate brokerages in our region, and then wow. sold it, and they bought a second franchise, and then eventually built that one up and sold it as well, and uh, yeah, now we're on to building a new endeavor so well that's cool <laughs> that is. what made you decide to get into real estate five years ago like you'd always been into like entrenched in real estate your whole life well what ended up having you get into it just the five years ago yeah so i'm in the horse industry and i've been training uh horses and riding with olympic coaches um since i was 10. so my whole life i've been doing that and then I've gone to school, done, you know, degrees and blah, 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 a whole bunch of different things. And I love learning and I love the flexibility of building your own sort of empire. Um, and so real estate is obviously the best way to do that. And uh, I love the different pieces of trying to fit everything together with real estate and finding the right house and the right properties for people that just feels right for them, for their quality of life or whatever they're looking for in their life. So, yeah, that's sort of kind of how I moved into that, you know, as more of a business. So. That's awesome. Yeah, we were talking about I am so eager to hear about like your horses. Yeah, I had no idea how many you had. So give us a little background about that and what you're doing and your your stepdaughter's involvement, all of that. 
Yeah, yeah. So we are um, in a, we have a hundred acres, um, which used to be in the country. I would say it's the country, except that the town city is moving to us. <laughs> so we are that typical farm on the outskirts of town now that is getting, you know, all the developments around us um, and all the different subdivisions. So yeah, so our business here is um, an equestrian center. So we have an indoor arena, outdoor sand rings. Uh, we have 40 horses here. We have some stallions, some baby horses. So it's just a constant, um, game of fitting everything in <laughs> and then we teach so i teach riding lessons and we have a growing uh riding school here so we teach riders right from never riding a horse ever right up to competing um, in the three different olympic sports and then uh, we also hold new programs here that are for people that no, don't necessarily want to ride but want to be around the horses because i know most people know that the horses are used for um, helping people heal from ptsd and confidence mm -hmm. issues anxiety issues so horses are amazing at helping people so I've started programs here at the farm where people can come and just be with the horses um, and we do like leadership programs and confidence and connection classes with kids and then meditation um, all sitting with the horses or working with the horses so that's a whole new thing that we started last year and now we're really picking up the pace with that so I don't know why but horses freak me out I don't know if, if I was anxious I don't know how I would be able to become unanxious. Oh, I yeah, think it's so amazing. Yeah, I think that's so cool. And I think it's so cool that you have created that in the last year because how fulfilling would that be? Yeah, I mean, they're beautiful. Don't get me wrong, but like, they're big. <laughs> yeah, they're big. <laughs> but they, they are, are big. calming. I feel like yeah, if you were able to like go up and like take care of them and brush them and like, I could totally see how that would work. I tell people they're, they're connected. Um, to the world um, and when you're around them you can just feel your anxiety and stress go away even if you don't go in with them or touch them just even being near them they have like an energy field that goes at about 30 feet so our energy field goes to the end of our hands when we stick it out but their energy field goes out 30 feet so when you're wow. in within 30 feet of that horse um, the best way to describe it for people that don't do this kind of stuff is you know how you put your food in a microwave and you hit some buttons and it spins mm -hmm. around <laughs> and it comes out hot. I don't, I don't know what the hell happened in there. Like something happened in there. I don't know. The food just came out hot. It's the same thing. So when you're around the horses or in nature, it's like all of a sudden their energy is working with your energy and you just get healed. You don't have to know why science hasn't caught up yet to being able to measure it. Although they're starting to, um, but it's like, you just come out feeling better and like, they just make you feel better. So well, same I, ideas I, can't I can't doubt that because God created us to in the beginning to take care and Lord over the animals and they we were their keeper. And so the interaction was very, very personal, you know, between man and God's creation. And so that I guess that shouldn't surprise me at all. No. And think about our civilizations. Literally cities have been built because of horses. Agriculture, we have food because of horses. We've won wars because of horses. Literally our entire lives have been dependent on horses up until recently. And my big theory here these days is that I think that are like other countries that still depend on horses for their like well-being and their life um, have less mental health issues and mm -hmm. our cities and stuff have increased mental health issues and i am not so sure that that's not because we're getting away from the horses and nature so if wow. we were you know so i think there's an inverse relation 
So the higher the mental health issues, the lower we use horses and then the opposite. So it's sort of interesting. And so I think more people need to be around them. So um, by making them more accessible for people who don't necessarily want to sit on them, because like you said, Angela, like you're. Oh, we lost your, yeah. we lost your voice, Christy. We lost your voice. <laughs> you want to be around them and this there is way for people to access them. So, yeah. So, so tell me with your daughter, is she involved more in like getting to be a great writer? Does she involve herself in all of the things that are going on there? Like, tell me about that. So no, not really. Although she's into wellness and that mental health um, space and social work. So she's actually going to college for that, which is amazing. I mean, cause I think that it's a, it's a growing concern for people. Um, so no, she's, she does know how to ride and she does come to the farm and ride and, and hang out with the horses and stuff, but she's going a bit of a different direction for schooling and going to get into um, hopefully helping people in lots of different ways through the college program. So. That's awesome. I love yeah. that. I know. I agree. That's awesome. Okay. So I want to ask you, you know, I, I love when I hear somebody that's passionate about something, has another business, and then they get into real estate and they, they learn how to intertwine the two. So tell us how have you intertwined uh, real estate and your passion for horses. Yeah. So um, because our space here, this hundred acres is uh, it, besides the horses being on the property, the property itself is super healing. There's great big old trees that are like a hundred years old in this crazy spring fed pond. Um, so what we're trying to do is create a space here where our clients and our, um, we have a real estate team. So our agents that work for us can bring their clients to the farm for appreciation days and be kind of part of a membership. So this, because it's so hard, especially in Ontario with our lockdown with COVID. And I've noticed like people being stuck in town has just been so difficult for people not being able to get out and away from just the hustle and bustle. So we want to create an environment here where our clients and our community can come here with this sort of membership um, and hang out with the horses. So come to different events and just come and walk the trails on the farm. Um, now that our farm is almost in town. <laughs> so I feel like it's a great opportunity to connect um, our real estate stuff. And then, you know, for our agents that work for us, creating that leadership and the team building and that stuff using our horses as well as our property. So yeah, that's what we're building. I know. I want to go. I know my mind's already going. Like, how I'm are like, we going to go have an event out there? I know. Yes. And I, we're going to recruit a bunch of people. We're going to bring them to Ontario to the horse farm. Yes. <laughs> I think there's exactly. so many fun client events to do. I mean, that is huge. And I really do think that like you're, you know, like you're saying like the rise of mental illness and even being like that, just being able to like bring awareness that horses will help that. And especially like you said, with everybody being in lockdown and COVID and stressed out over all the things in the world, like what a cool spot to like bring people to. Yeah. I'm, I'm serious. My mind's going round and round. That's just fantastic. I had no idea it was so involved. It's just so much for for people. Like they just, yeah, go ahead. How do you feel about the city getting closer to you? Huh. So I'm in real estate, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if I, uh, you know, and development. If you weren't so in real estate. If I wasn't in real estate, it would be very different. Um, because I feel like I, I'm to move to have this many horses this close into town is is tricky now, right? Um, mm -hmm. And the so yeah but the the val you know the property value obviously is increasing a lot because of being almost in town so oh, my yeah, real estate sure. hat says amazing <laughs> and eventually mm -hmm. i suspect it'll be a developable 
beautiful piece of property. Um, so that's amazing. The other side of it is that it's sad because the property has been over a hundred years. It's had horses on the property and the farm used to be a breeding farm for thoroughbred racehorses that used to race here in Canada and then go down to Florida. So it was a top racing stable at one time and for a hundred years. So the wow. history is huge on the property and, and, you know, I'm pretty attached to the big trees in the pond. So it's kind of, it's interesting and it's getting louder. So our street, we had to put a gate up on our driveway because if a horse ever gets loose, they could get on the road now. And so the road oh, is no. so yeah. busy that we have to keep the horses safe. It's not to keep people out. It's to keep our critters in. <laughs> so yeah. it's a bit strange. So yeah, it's, I, I'm, I'm happy. And you know, it's this balancing between the two things. So. Wait, let's talk about goats. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I totally want to talk about goats. goats. We love goats. I do. I know. Yes. They're so cute. So they're why very are you getting cute. goats? Because they're cute. <laughs> and I have space, so I can get are goats. You need, are you going the fainting ones? Yeah, so I'm getting their... Oh, I, I don't know. You don't know what a fainting goat is? No. Will you educate this girl, please? Yeah, so fainting goats, goats are prey animals, the same as horses are prey animals, right? So when they get scared or something shocks them, they like freeze and like fall over, which is all like over. really bad for the goat. Um, but in the wild, I guess that's good for the predator. I don't know. It's like bad. Like, so no, I'm getting um, pygmy goats, these little guys that basically when they're full grown, they come up to your knees. So we no. just got two and we're going to hopefully get two more. And so that will be a fun way to, because we do our meditations. So we're going to have the goats being involved with meditation now. And for people that are afraid of the horses that are like a thousand pounds, they can deal with the goats. <laughs> so now you can deal with the goats. I have trouble meditating in like a quiet, first of all, I've tried this like maybe twice, but if there's nothing around me and I'm trying to meditate, so how do you, how do you meditate with a cute little goat around you? And you just want to hug it. I know. I know. I, well, so the energy off of them, right? So the energy is super healing from those animals and meditation. I always tell people like when we do our meditations here in the barn, your brain is going to be like, you'll be like, I'm meditating, I'm meditating. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, what am I going to have for dinner? Oh my gosh, I got to yeah, run the kitchen here. I got to do the laundry. And they're like, oh shit, I'm meditating. <laughs> you know? yeah. you gotta come back, like, back to meditating. So I tell people, you know what? That's your brain just sweeping itself out. I mean, it's supposed to happen. It's going to ping around. And that's amazing. And the more you keep trying to meditate, even 90 seconds a day, you will get better at it. It's just like flexing your muscles when you're building muscles. It just takes time and you think you're failing at it. You're totally not failing at it. You're totally winning. <laughs> it's just, you're like, I'm supposed to be quiet in my head and you just, you know, it's okay. <laughs> I can't be quiet. I know. Head. I'll be like, I'll be like, okay, Lord. I'm like, Lord, I am going to spend 10 minutes with you and we're just going to talk. And then I'm like, Doing exactly what you said. I was just thinking. Yeah. hungry. Are yeah. we going to get a rock lobster today? Should I have this or that? Did I send out the StreamYard link to the girl? And then you think, oh my gosh, I got to remember this when I'm done meditating because I got to remember to do this. And then you're like, I can't write this down. I'm meditating. So, yeah. yeah, the struggle is real. It is. Um, okay, so I had another question. It just left my mind, though. I don't know. So, okay, walk me through this energy medicine. Oh, energy I medicine. come to you. I'm, I'm, by the way, I'm not anxious. I'm anxious for nothing. So this is a fake, Angela. I'm always anxious. So I'm listening. You shouldn't be anxious. <laughs> so I'm an anxious person or I've got something going on. I come to you. Walk me through it. What happens? Yeah. So like energy medicine is like what I talked about the microwave, right? So there's like, think of, think of the world like a spider web. 
right? So every mm -hmm. single thing in the universe is connected and you can call it God, you can call it energy, you can call it whatever you want to call it. Um, but it's all connected, plants, trees, people, animals, everything on earth, water, everything's connected by a spider web, right? So we're all, you know, connected. So the energy medicine is about basically healing that energy that's around us. And we get, de it's like a, an onion, we're like onions and we get crap put on us constantly, expectations, you gotta be here, you gotta be here, you got the kids, you wanna be a good mom, like all these things. And we keep layering shit on ourselves, right? <laughs> and so energy yeah. medicine, honestly, is about de-layering the crap off of us and getting to who you truly are. When we do our classes here, we tell people, when you come in that front gate, you leave your shit at the gate, like out at that road, <laughs> and you can decide when you leave if you wanna pick it up or not. You don't need to. You can just let the pond take it. You can let the horses take that stress, all those expectations, all that crap that the universe, you know, the world and social media, ugh, everything puts on us. It's about de-layering that off. So you can just be you, who you truly are, who you were born to be. And so, yeah, that's, that's sort of, I mean, it's obviously there's fancier explanations, but that's to me what it's all about is just de-layering the crap off of ourselves so that we can keep learning and moving forward and be who we want to be. So would you like to come with me to Ontario? To yeah, I, was, I literally like, <laughs> I'm in my head being like, when is this retreat that I'm going to? <laughs> not in I'm winter. Gonna, we should We're create one. We should create yeah. one, I oh, think. It'd be super you, fun. Yeah, that's a huge opportunity and would be so much fun. And you better invite us. Hey, so <laughs> you're talking to two high Ds right here. So we get shit done. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. You guys are in. <laughs> So we do have um, something really cool, too. If you want to get out of the cold and mm -hmm. come to Arizona Always. next month on the 22nd, on April 22nd, we are having a moms and real estate event um, here at Angela's house. And oh. we're going to have like a coffee truck outside. We're going to have mimosas and wine. And um, we're having a girl come in and talk about um, creating like uh, online trainings for real estate. She's going to be talking about basically like how to not work 80 hours a week, uh, work mm. less, make more. Um, so we're going to have like a presentation, get to know each other. So if you want to fly out, you definitely should. Yay. That's right, ladies. You guys, anyone who's listening, you are all invited, whether you've been on our show or not. But I think a lot of you would appreciate meeting some of the guests over the years who have yes. been on Moms in Real Estate or Girl Educate Yourself. So again, that's April 22nd. It'll be during the day, like noon and if we get enough people here we, we'll make a whole day of it we'll go have dinner together and hang out and meet each other and fellowship so all of you girls are welcome and if you want information just uh contact us yes and it's been so fun That's talking awesome. to you what a yeah, great thanks for having me yeah <laughs> i feel like all these ideas i love it so thank you christy <laughs> we really appreciate your time today and thank you all for listening um and join us for girl educate yourself and moms in real estate in the future thanks Yay. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Bye. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. 
Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.